We all want to live in relationships where we feel secure, relaxed, content, and just have this sense of knowing that we've got each other's back, that we're able to talk about the difficult things, that we don't always spiral into a vortex of confusion and anger and frustration, or that we don't run away from each other in moments of pain. We all want to be in a relationship where we can really trust that the other person is there for us, that they're able to listen, that they want to understand, and that we are able to express ourselves clearly. So if that's what you're longing for in your relationship, if that's what you're here for and the reason why you're following this podcast is because you want to find tools information support to help you move into a more relaxed, comfortable, confident and clear way of communicating in your relationship, then this episode is all about what happens when we go into a dependent space of expectation that our partner will meet all of our emotional needs for us or the opposite, where we don't need the other person at all. And in fact, we don't feel safe to go into relationship and ask for our needs. Um, we focus on meeting our needs on our own. And how to move towards interdependence as a way of finding that balance, that curiosity of caring for both of our needs and being curious about how can we actually do this together. Okay, so we all talk about codependence in relationships and how we want to move out of that codependency and be more secure in our relationships. I'm Emma Buggy. I'm your host for today's show. I'm a relationship cope and I'm so passionate about working out what on earth is going on between humans. I work with couples and support them to understand what it is that they're really trying to say to each other when there's all these spiky words being thrown between them. And I also work with people one-to-one -to, -one to understand actually what's happening in the way that I show up for myself in relationships. Where are all of these patterns and behaviors coming from? And how can I better express myself in relationships so that I can ask for what I need and make sure that I attract the kind of relationships that actually help me to feel good in this world. So let's talk about interdependence. You know, I, I'm imagining that you might have some kind of idea of what I mean, interdependence rather than codependence. I'm not gonna go into what codependence means in the world of attachment theory, but what I am going to speak about is the opposite of interdependence first so that we can get an understanding of what it isn't. And from my understanding, the opposite of interdependence is either when I come from this super independent place of like, I don't need you. I don't need you. I'm all right here on my own. And in fact, I don't need anyone. I don't really need relationships and I'm probably better off 
working things out for myself and meeting my needs on my own because actually going into relationship and working out a way where both of us feel happy doesn't feel safe. It doesn't feel possible. It feels too complicated. So I'd rather do things on my own. And that's when we can be independent, lost in independence. Now, there are moments when actually this is really serving us. I don't want to make this idea of independence wrong or bad. It can actually be a very empowering place to sometimes step back and say, I don't need other people in order to meet my needs. I can meet my needs on my own. But it's when we are very focused and stuck on that being the better way and the only way and therefore we disconnect from ourselves we disconnect from our partners our intimate relationships that it can become an unhealthy way of relating and it can certainly cause a lot of friction and um, discomfort and pain in relationships the other way the other opposite from interdependence is dependence and that's when um, I need you in order for me to feel safe. I need you in order for me to feel happy. I need to be with the other in order to meet my needs. I need the other person to do things and say things so that I can feel safe in the world, so that I can um, have a sense of of meaning and love and acceptance and worthiness and it's when I get stuck in that sense of neediness and I, I use that word with a lot of care because again I don't want to make this um, dependency a bad thing, a wrong thing um, or neediness um, seem like something we should never be in. Sometimes it can be endearing, it can be a beautiful thing, a vulnerable thing to actually be able to say, I do need you, I do need another. And of course we need others. We're tribal animals. We <laughs> we live in community, really. We are meant to live in community and it's in this modern culture that we live in now where we find ourselves in these nuclear families of two people and a few children um, there's something in my body that just knows that this is um, this is not where we come from it's not where we come from and so it's very natural that we do need each other we absolutely need each other we need to meet our needs in relationship. So where it becomes unhealthy is when I am dependent on meeting my needs in relationship with others and that I am not able to or I find myself unable to meet my needs on my own in any way and I kind of freak out. I have this <gasps> anxious attack so another way that you could describe these um, these two ways of being in relationship is anxious and avoidant. So the anxious being more relatable to the dependent style of relating and the avoidant being more relatable to the independent style of relating. And um, 
I'm not going to go into that because that would be a whole other episode. But what I want to speak about is moving towards interdependence as a kind of invitation for how I want to be in relationship rather than this is where I should be in all moments. And the reason I say that is because I really want to be in awareness of our attachment styles, our behavioural patterns, the fact that I might feel anxious at times and needy and I really want you to, to support me in meeting my needs and if you don't I will feel afraid and alone and insecure and unsure how to do it. And there will be moments when I really want to go into my own space and have my freedom and go for a walk up the mountain and take some time away because I'm really afraid that if I come to you and I go into communication, into relationship, that it's not safe there, that I might be rejected, that I don't know, I don't know how to do that and, and know that it's that I'm worthy, that I'm loved. Um, or that it might be too much. It might just too, be too much for my nervous system. So somehow really wanting to to um, speak about in the interdependence as a kind of a wish, an invitation, rather than the right place to be, and to speak about dependence and independence as vulnerable places to be that we can learn from and that we can move towards with compassion and understanding. So before I speak about interdependence I sort of I want to bring compassion and understanding towards those two um, ways of relating. And just noticing that for myself, where where I, I can I can do a bit of both. <laughs> I can definitely be quite anxious in my reactions and I, I have some avoidant tendencies as well. And when I'm in anxiety, when I'm in this like, oh my God, please, 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 please meet me in my needs. Tell me that you love me. Stay with me. Reassure me. Don't leave. Spend time with me. When I'm in that anxious grasping, um, I need you to meet my needs. Otherwise, I will, I, I will fall apart kind of space. That there's really this, this younger part in me that's saying, oh, I just so want to know that I am loved. I so want to know that I am enough, that I'm valued. I so want to be okay with my insecurities and somehow to be told that it's okay for me to feel this way. And my dream is to have this reassurance and knowing that my partner loves me, that they care for me, that they want to be with me and that their need for space or time to themselves is not because I'm a bad person. It's not because I'm not interesting for them. It's not because they don't care, but it's because they need space in order to connect with themselves. And it's, 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 there's, there's a part of me that just really longs for that reassurance that, that when you need space, it doesn't mean that you love me less. And 
what that really tells me is that regardless of the other person loving me, I really, really long that for that within myself. I really want to find that security from within that just knows that of course I am worthy of being loved. Of course I am loved regardless of my insecurities. And of course I am accepted just as I am, even if the other person isn't accepting me in this moment. And just having compassion for how scary, lonely, frightening, confusing, embarrassing, shameful, all of that can feel in those moments. And um, just really wanting to bring awareness to how often many of us can get into that space in relationships and not even be aware that we're in that space. In fact, our first reaction can quite often be to then blame the other person for not caring or blame ourselves and and go into this internalized space of judgment and you're too much or you're not enough. Yeah, so somehow really wanting to bring compassion to that anxious, more dependent tendency or behaviour. So this is just a quick interruption for those of you who are listening to this and imagining that you could really do with the support of working with me in your relationship. Perhaps you and your partner have hit a wall around certain issues and you're finding it very hard to understand each other. I really enjoy working with couples and supporting them to find clarity, connection, understanding and a way forward together for more information www.empathart.com Now let's get back to the episode. And then thinking about the the independent side, which I also have. (laughs) I also have that tendency within myself, that kind of I can't be bothered with this. It's too much. It's it's overwhelming. I don't know what's going on. I can't feel myself in all of this. I need to get away from my emotions. I need to get some space. I'm going outside and I'm and I want my own space. And it's and it's not coming from this space of like I'm going to connect with myself so that I can come back and connect with you. It's more I don't need you. I don't need you because I don't trust in other people. I don't have the experience of safety when it comes to expressing my emotions and needs to other people and so I'm better off on my own I'm better off as a child locking myself in my room and playing with my toys I'm better off as a child not expressing my emotions to my parents and staying quiet because it's not safe for me to express they won't see me beautifully they won't reassure me they won't love me in the way that I want them to and so I prefer to shut down 
and go within and protect myself by removing myself from the relational dynamic and taking space. And that looks like, you know, I don't need you. I don't need the other person in order to feel secure. I'm fiercely independent. I'm going to make my own money. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to make my own choices, even if you don't like it. I don't need to consult you. I don't need your opinion. I don't need to know how you feel about it because, you know, I only need to care for myself and what I need. And that's already a big job. So I just want to bring compassion to how vulnerable a space that is, that in a sense, it's actually really scary to look at the emotions that come up in conflict in relationship. It's so scary, so confusing when we're in that space that it that that the system just gets overwhelmed and 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 what can what can I do I don't know how to be with this I need to get away I need space I need to somehow find a way to regulate my system and the only way that I know how in this moment is to just get away from things and also this kind of this protective part that's playing out there that's really wanting to 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 care for this young child that's acting out and therefore the fierce independence is like I'm going to look after you I'm going to make sure this never happens to you again I'm going to make sure that you get all of your needs met and we're not going to rely on other people we're going to do it ourselves (sighs) so I just feel so much tenderness and sweetness towards this this choice of fierce independence and that vulnerable place that it can often come from of not feeling safe in relationship not feeling safe to coexist with another not trusting not knowing how So, you know, if you're listening to this at home and you can relate with either of these two kind of strategies or ways to to cope with the pain that comes up for you in relationships, maybe you relate to both of them, then I I kind of want to offer this moment as a chance to really connect with yourself and and maybe answer this question how do I normally react when there's conflict in relationship what's my what's my go-to do I do I often go into independence or do I often go into dependency do I do a bit of both and can I think of a recent example of a conflict with my partner or with a lover or perhaps an intimate relationship or a or even a family member and what was my reaction what did what was my first reaction what did i do and there's a third reaction there's a third reaction here which we're going to speak about and that comes from this place of curiosity Curiosity is available to us when our 
nervous system is more regulated and relaxed. Curiosity comes when I'm able to see above the bushes, when I'm able to see beyond the stories and the reactions and, and, really, and, and really see things with more clarity. Or even before I see the clarity, I'm curious to find that clarity. I'm aware of the stories that are going on. I'm aware of the reactions. And I'm aware of my emotional needs. And I'm curious about your emotional needs. And not just emotional, physical, um, all sorts of needs. And the, the needs lists, there's a needs list that you can download on my website. Um, there are so many needs that we share as human beings. Every human being has a need for shelter, safety, food, warmth, comfort, love, acceptance, consideration, reassurance, sexual expression, freedom, independence, um, so many other things, creativity, movement, the list goes on. So I really recommend having a look at that list, downloading it, getting yourself familiar with that list because we all share these human needs, these values. The difference is how we choose to act out those human needs. So the way that I might choose to meet my need for, um, for care is very different from how you might choose to meet your need for care. But we both have a need for care in a relationship and in our lives. So this curiosity comes, this curiosity comes when I'm thinking, well, what, what, is, uh, what is it that I really need here? I care about what I need and I want to include my needs in this dialogue, in this situation, in this relationship. And equally, I, I really am curious about what it is that you need. And I want to know what it is that you need. I want to understand what it is that you need. And I really care about you meeting your needs in this dialogue, in this relationship. And actually, what I really want is for both of us to find a way that we meet our needs. It's not that mine are more important than yours or that yours are more important than mine. I'm not going to give in to your needs, your strategy for meeting your needs. I'm not going to give in just to keep you happy because I'm afraid of losing your love, which is what the, the dependent person might do. And I'm also not going to, um, you know, I'm also not going to avoid this situation and just focus on my needs and not care about yours because this is overwhelming for me and I don't know how to see your needs in this moment because it's just overwhelming. I don't trust that my needs will be included or that they'll matter. So I'll just focus on mine, which is more what the independent person will do. So rather than doing this, when we are in curiosity, we're moving towards interdependence. We're in this space together where we're like, ah, I care about my needs and I care about your needs. And I want us to find a way where both of us can be happy because I really, I really want that for you. I really want that for you. I really want you to have that sense of freedom right now. 
and I really want me to have my reassurance. So how can we find a way where both of us can have what we need without compromising? And why do I say without compromising? Because when we compromise, we lose love. We lose love for each other. We start to build up a little bank account of micro resentments towards one another. I remember that time when I did that thing for you, even though I didn't really want to. And now I'm going to keep that somewhere quietly in my memory. And next time I cross my own boundaries and do another thing for you that I didn't really want to do. That's going to be added to the bank account of things that I did that I didn't really want to do. And I'm going to lose a little bit of love for you every time. And that's when we have a big argument, because in that argument comes the frustration and anger of all the times that we did things for each other that we didn't really want to do, or all the times that we didn't express our needs. We didn't ask for what we want because we didn't think, think that the other would care or we didn't think that our needs were valid enough. So again, bringing a lot of compassion to all those times that we don't ask for what we want or that we say yes when we don't really mean it and not making ourselves wrong for doing that, but somehow wanting to learn how to move into this space of interdependence in relationship. So just as an exercise here, I want you to take that last situation where you got into an argument and you recognized the way that you reacted, whether it was to be more independent and focus on your needs or whether it was to go into dependence and focus on the other person's needs and try to stay engaged in this needy way. So I want you to take that situation and and ask yourself this question. What was it that I was really needing in that moment? What was I longing for? What was I really needing in that moment? And use the needs list from my website to support you to find a few words. You might write down five, ten words from that list. And once you've done that, I want you to choose one word that really resonates for you and feels stronger feels like ah that's really important to me and I want you to answer this question why is this important for me what does it mean for me what does it mean for me and once you've done that I want you to do the same for your partner, your lover, your parents, the other person in the situation. I want you to turn your curiosity towards them for a second, if that's available to you. You might still be a little bit ang too angry about this, in which case, spend more time with your need. We don't need to focus the attention on them just yet. But if you're with, if you're able to focus um, your attention on them, the curiosity towards them. Make a guess, like what, what, what do you think it was that they were needing in this situation? Write yourself a list of needs and then pick one need that you think is stronger. 
and just spend a moment and think about why you think that need might be important to them. And because they're not with us, we, we can't check if that's what they actually need. And this is where really learning the skill, like really learning the skill of compassionate, authentic communication, also known as known as nonviolent communication, is going to help you to actually bring this into relationship. Like what I've just spoken to you about now, what I've just gone through is not something that we can learn overnight, that we can just do a writing exercise and implement the skill and everything's going to be okay. That would be an absolute fantasy. And the reality is that these are patterns that we are, that have been created over a lifetime in order to protect ourselves in relationships. How can we imagine that it will be um, changed overnight? I mean, if that was possible, I think everyone would pay, you know, every penny that they had in their bank account to to take that pill. But the reality is that it takes practice and learning and support and community to to integrate and understand this. I was going to say a new way of thinking, but it isn't really new. It, it it's, it's actually something that we all know how to do. So it's relearning our nature and guiding ourselves through down new neural pathways it's like I've been taking this old pathway in my brain for years it's like I've been going down that old neural pathway for years years 30 40 years however long it's been and now I want to start guiding myself down this new neural pathway which needs practice and guidance and support so that I can start taking that new route of interdependence and curiosity more often. And how can I do that? I need to learn those skills. How do I integrate that? I need support. So if you're listening to this and you want to learn how to first understand those skills and have more interdependence in your relationship and then to integrate that into your life, I'd love to hear from you. I work with couples. I work with people individually. I sometimes offer courses, um, particularly if there's a group that wants to work with me. I'd love to hear from you. Um, have a look at my website. You can actually download a free workshop called The Ultimate Key to Better Communication and Relationships. It's about 75 minutes of your time. Get yourself a cup of tea and a blanket and you can already start to understand the skills that I've just spoken to you about through that workshop. So you can download that at www empathart.com I hope you've enjoyed today's session and speak to you next time